Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to episode 203 of A Wild Podcast has appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, joined today by Megan Peters and soon-to-be Christian Hoffer. At least he says so, so we'll see. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. I understand we have a birthday today. It's a special special birthday edition of A Wild Podcast has appeared. For that, birthday. at least on my part, my gift to you is not making a single negative remark about Geodude. <laughs> Today will only be a pro Geodude episode. The propaganda. Well, Megan, I appreciate. Uh, now, I, I can't appreciate promise for Christian. You no. could come on with a whole campaign. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate it. If you're new to the show, uh, this is a show all about Pokemon stuff. We talk about the anime, we talk about the video games, the trading card game, uh, plush things like Squishmallows, weird bobbleheaded things like uh, Funko Pops, uh, everything, uh, anything and everything in between uh, for sure. Zen, uh, we also do this show live, twitch.tv forward slash comic book, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Zenpai, you are not a first time listener. That is you. That is a lie. You're here all the time. <laughs> yes, it is. A, Which we love and appreciate. And I, don't, I don't want you to take that. I don't want you to take that the wrong way. We love and appreciate that. Uh, Age of Decay, 1989. Hey, guys, what's up? Been a while to get to see a live show. Welcome. We love having you. Uh, love having everyone here. This is great. Uh, okay. So we have a decent amount to get into. Uh, I can't wait for the deep dive today. It mm. is a, a lot of changes to Pokemon mm. Go. And they. And all... if any of you follow me on Twitter, you will have seen me uh, uh, go off a little bit. Very <laughs> yes, there are look. There are going to be a lot of opinions. Uh, I already know that our show gets a, a bit of a bad rap when it comes to Pokemon Go, uh, and people uh, think we're we're a little too harsh on the game. But when they do stuff like what we're about to talk about, it it's deservedly so. Okay, deservedly so. Oh, first things first. Let's talk uh, about. Well, I, hold on. I don't. Where the hell did my cards go? Okay. So we've been unboxing Scarlet and Violet cards uh, over the, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I know a lot of people have also been uh, unboxing a bunch of cards. And I got to tell you something. The pull rates on this set have been pretty great. 
They've they've been they've been pretty great. Make they've you- been great. Hey, hey, Christian's here. We found you know, We ran an entire article about the pool rates for Scarlet and Violet, um, and how they kind of fixed the problem without changing anything. Um, well, okay, but here's the thing, though. Here's here's a question I have about that. Okay. Isn't that ba- isn't that basically like doesn't this cause Pokemon trading card game inflation? The opposite. It's deflation, Jim, because is the prices. Yeah, no, the prices, the, the prices for Scarlet and Violet, there's, um, you know, now, now, mind you, there's always going to be market fluctuation on the secondary market. Hello, uh, this, you know, Christian Hoffer, like, the banker, Christian Hoffer. Isn't this, isn't this just like printing more money? No, no. So uh, this, this feels so, like just printing more money. Well, no, no, because this isn't printing, printing money. That's a very different thing than what's going on here. Uh, so basically with Scarlet and Violet, um, we, we've, we're kind of seeing the effects of a couple of things that we've talked about on the podcast for years. Uh, the, the print runs of these cards have increased. Um, and the, the other thing is, is that the addition of these illustration rares and the secret illustration rares and things like that um, have kind of uh, spread uh, out the availability uh of 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 the 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 hot cards um so you know we're no longer seeing um cards where because there's you know the the amount of rares that can possibly be in a set uh because those are low you know uh you would always see one card that was just harder to find than others and here there seems to be a relatively balanced uh rate uh where it's like um you know it's like one in every 300 packs i think have like the 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 biggest ones um and but you know all all basically by having the illustration rares and stuff like that uh you're adding a subset of additional rare cards um that you know is it's great because there's more rare cards in each set so it's kind of like a balancing act uh than what we are before because now those illustration rares are popping up uh, and different things, and it's possible to pull like two or three illustration, you know, two illustration rares and a good actual rare card all in the same set. To be fair, it was. I mean, we were at a point where it was like you would you would only get basically like for a box mm-hmm. one of like each thing. You get one, yeah, rare. You get one gold secret rare, and then you'd get a, a handful of some of the other stuff. Um. But Christian, you and I were talking about this uh, the other day. Uh, I I make this plea to the trading card game. We don't like the gold energy cards. Okay, <laughs> get rid of the gold energy cards. Those are easily like it's it's like oh you, like you you see the gold border and you're like oh man I got something and yeah. then it's an energy card. And you're yeah, like, it is legitimately that, one of the biggest highs to bring you down to the lowest lows. That that happened to me. So so I was telling Jim about this. So my I, I pre-ordered the Scarlet and Violet set from the Pokemon uh, uh, from the Pokemon Center, and they sent me their box. And uh, when I opened it up on Saturday, uh, you know, I ordered a booster box and an elite trainer box and the elite trainer box was correct, but the booster box was a booster bundle uh, with only six packs instead of 36 packs. So we are waiting to try to get that resolved. Um, but the elite trainer box, I had a pretty good pull on that. Um, I've got I got uh, the Miriam, uh, the full art, not the se- uh, secret illustration rare. So the, you know, still good Miriam, but not as good Miriam. Uh, I got the um, 
I got a Palmet uh, Secret Illustration Rare, um, and then I got um, you know a gold a gold energy card, which is what led to uh, this conversation with Jim. Well, um, but also too uh, for those on the show last week, I I also pulled a gold energy card, and it was a it was a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> a little bit of a letdown <laughs> is a massive understatement, Megan. It was. Hey. I'm just trying to be positive here. Okay. But first of all, I need to show, uh, I pulled this card. uh, I opened a pack with um, uh, my kid yesterday. And I think I have found the best card of the entire set. Okay. It's a common card, but it's the best card of the entire set. No, it's the Mabostiff. Look at that card. That's some (laughs) some good Cujo energy right there. (laughs) It is one of the most intense cards I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, Never have I seen a Pokemon card where I have legitimately feared for whatever was at the other end of it. Oh, yeah. Whoever that <laughs> that Pokemon is facing, they're just good night. He's going well, to eat. He's going to eat whatever Pokemon is in front of him. Like, no questions asked. Oh. So it's it's funny because um, this set, I am just so just continuously impressed by how the Pokemon company has kind of like turned things around. Um, they didn't even turn things around. They have just stepped up their game and such. Like, like, like they turned around because they didn't really need to turn it around. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't. Was Shield this, set I thought was a great set. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Well, I was just thinking, going back to like the Sun and Moon days, where it's like all your alternate art cards were like the full, the the monochrome full art or the rainbow rares, and then you've got your golds, and that was it. And as soon as they started adding these illustration cards, you know that just completely changed the total vibe. It made collecting this, uh, made collecting fun again. And now they've kind of balanced out the. Uh, now that they've kind of balanced things out with the whole, um, you know, like rarity issue, you know, it's fun to collect these cards. It's just, this is a great set for collectors and the next set's going to be even better. So um, I haven't been paying too much attention to the aftermarket uh, of stuff. What is, or what are the cards? Uh, Miriam, uh, the full, the full art of Miriam is, uh-huh. is the big one and or not the full art, the special illustration rare of Miriam sure. is the big one followed by, uh Gardevoir uh special illustration, Miradon special illustration, uh Corridon special illustration, and then Miriam's full art. And those are basically all that's going for more than 20 bucks right now. Nice. And so you know, like I said, it's it's this set is super affordable. Um, <laughs> Scholar, you know, the waifu cards. <laughs> you know, it was really funny because uh ran Kotaku ran that story about like, oh, you know, the it's the female NPC cards keep going for a lot of money, and then the set comes out and it's like, hey, here, here, have two Miriam cards, and people are like, here, have a hundred dollars, and it's like, <laughs> you're, you're really not helping our case at all, are you today? Oh, guys? correct. We, we pay the waifu taxes. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a fun set, um, and like I said, Paldea evolved should be great they just they've been like they're they're rolling out what the cards look like over in japan for the set and some of the secret illustration rares just look absolutely amazing i was uh i brought this up last week christian maybe you can tell me like 
do, are we getting this second set faster than usual or no it's lower it it's, a, like it's a month delay uh the, oh, everything's really? got a month delay in it um so we currently don't have um you know so usually it's february may and this time uh -huh. it's march and june so everything's pushed back by a week um uh so um yeah. wild all right well i opened i opened uh, just a few packs. let's we're just gonna go do the let's see we got a Krogonk, Reverse Hollow, Houndstone, and Full Art, Team Star, Grunt. Oh, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Let's see what else we got. Uh, here, yeah. Villain, and a Reveroom. That's cool. That's, that art's great. That's about to say, yeah. pretty common, but the art's pretty great. Yep. Let's see. I got uh, one, two, three more. That full art, art team, the Team Star Grunt is, you know, okay. Go ahead. Well, what was it? Oh, it's only like three bucks. Yeah. Florette. And ooh, ooh. There you go. Toxicroak EX. That's a cool one. Like that, like that. All right, here we go. Mm. Slowpoke. Surviper. That's a great looking Surviper. Yeah. Card. And, oh, hey. Oh, Corridon. Just a regular Corridon foil. And the last one. Here we go. Magikarp. Great Magikarp art. Fue Coco. And oh, oh. nice. Corridon EX. Yeah. Yeah, regular Corridon, Corridon EX. Nice. All right. Well, there we go. Let's go. Let's start talking about the news, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me one quick second here. I'm going to just turn around really quick to do something that has nothing to do with my cat. Yeah. And sure. then we're going to dive right into that news. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. We can go ahead and. and uh, anyway, so the news. The, <laughs> the, the, the news. Sorry, uh, my cat might have like tried to hop onto my lap while smelling something awful. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Uh, so what is going on in the news? I don't even know. And I wrote the darn script. Oh, there's we got we got LeChunk merch. Oh, the LeChunk merch. Oh, yeah, the, that is great. What a great over. weekend. So <laughs> so this was kind of hilarious. So over the course of the past, like, you know, couple of weeks, you know, we've been talking about how like GameStop is doing like, you know, oh, we've got LeChunk promo cards. Like, oh, we're giving away flying type LeChunks. It's like, what is going on here? Well, it turns out that, you know, it wasn't some GameStop executive who was in love with LeChonk. <laughs> it was the Pokemon company. Uh, so they released LeChonk. Uh, they have a LeChonk merchandise line. Uh, they uh, put uh, LeChonk stuff in Pokemon Unite. LeChonk's not a playable character, but he's still, he's still there. Uh, they're releasing LeChonk promo cards. They had a LeChonk poster that was at Nintendo, uh, the New York store. Um and uh, what else did they have? Um, and and then they had uh, they they were giving away flying type Lechonks. Do you think this is like okay? Do you think this was always the plan, or do you think Lechonks' viral notoriety when we first saw him influenced those decisions? Uh, no, I I think this was. I mean, they probably they knew. That, I mean, you you don't put a Pokemon like Lechonk and yeah, you don't create Lechonk and not expect. Well, no, I mean, I under, but like, okay, but like, or is is the Smoliv uh, merch line next? 
I wouldn't surprise me. Small Oaks no. hasn't. How about with a cooking line featuring I mean, Small Oaks so stuff? The, the oh reality is, Small Oaks just hasn't had the same staying power as Lechonk. You know, That's everyone true. loves Lechonk. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I think that's just the, 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 the big difference there. But people like LeJunk. Why not? Let, let people eat bacon, you know? I mean, yeah, sure. But, I th- yeah. but you know. I mean, you can literally do that in the game. You can literally eat LeJunk <laughs> in front of LeJunk. <laughs> like, uh, I, so I've been playing Scarlet and Violet uh, again because for once, like, I don't have, like, a video game to desperately try to review. Uh, so I've been like hopping back into Scarlet and Violet just to like finish up things, you know, get 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 my Pokedex complete and things like that. And um, you know, I had never really made like a custom sandwich in there. I was mm. struck by how many different kinds of pig-based products you can put <laughs> onto your sandwich. It's like it's like Jesus Christ, guys! Like holy smokes, we just we just love ourselves some pig. I mean, yeah, considering the area that it takes place, I mean, it makes it makes total sense. I mean, like you know, Iberican Iberico ham is, no, yeah. you know, it's, is a thing. It's, it's a very impressive. real, very real delicacy. Um. So anyway, go get your lechonk stuff. Yeah, if that's your if that's your jam. Yeah, there's a great lechonk shirt, uh, that is at the Pokemon Center, which I yeah. almost bought. <laughs> uh, a pokemon plush bed got announced this one i missed what is this oh my gosh so this is uh <laughs> man i can't even tell you how much i want this thing all right so basically when we we know they had the snorlax bean bag you know forever right. ago uh now premium bandai has come into the chat basically said i take your bean bag and i one up you with like the comfiest plush bed so basically it's like a 500 dollars plus you know, before tax or shipping or anything. Is, is, is this uh, is this of Snorlax? Yeah, of Snorlax. It's a giant <laughs> Snorlax bed. It's like uh five. It's like six foot by five foot, more or less. What? So, I mean, yeah. it's like it's big. Like it's a big. It's a it's chomp. Like it's not meant for like the like the the Snorlax beanbag. If you ever saw it in person, like you could carry it around. Like an an adult would have a hard time like actually like having like a good sleep on it. But like for kids, it's great. This one, they the product pictures show like a little kid sleeping on it, and they look so small on it because it's like <laughs> a massive plush. Uh, so it's like uh, it's not like the beanbag material; it's actually like kind of a plush, kind of filled uh, cushion. It's so cute. Uh, so uh, at minimum, it's a five hundred fifty dollars starting price from Premium Bandai uh, in Japan. Pre orders are currently being taken. Again, at this point, there's been no word on it being released in the United States, but there are proxy shippers that, you know, would be more than happy to put in a pre-order for you. Uh, I want this thing came to so the States, bad. Right? Huh? Did the beanbag come to the States? Yeah, the beanbag did come to the States. That okay. wasn't a premium Bandai thing. Ban- right. uh, the, the Bandai specific uh, stuff, it's, it's a hit or miss whether it comes okay. to the United States right. or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope it does. Uh, because I would absolutely, I would I get like... rid of the guest bedroom, like the guest bed in my guest bedroom, and put Snorlax <laughs> there. Like, hands okay, through. but hold on. So I have to say this: the best thing is that it comes with a poke flute. <laughs> it comes with like a like life size, like actual poke flute that you can like play. You know, so if you're, if I you're... want it. 
if you're paying like five hundred dollars or however much this thing is, yeah, you better get a poke float, you know? Yeah. Um it's I like when they made the replica bikes. I hope you just play the poke flute and this bed moves itself because nothing is here. Okay, but he, okay, there's like two that. there's two very important questions here though, right? First one. What is the um what is the material on the inside, right? Like if you're like we keep saying like oh this is like a a plush bed. But like, is this going to be like my nectar uh, that I've no, got? Uh, it's, poly- you know, it's, like, at- it's a polyester fluff fill. So it's That's not like it? beads. Yeah, it's not like That's beads. Gonna, yeah, that, you're going to be sleeping on the floor, basically, in a, in, in a, two weeks if you use that as a bed. Hey, you just got to you gotta make the commitment to yourself right now if you're going to have the Snorlax <laughs> bed that you're going to have to create like a hole within it somehow, a stitch that you can refill polyester when it gets... I would love, I would love for this to come shrink wrapped like those like mattress in a boxes come shrink wrapped, right? Where you have to like roll it out and then cut the plastic and it just goes poof. There's no way that doesn't happen. (laughs) That's the only way. That's the only way that's going to be able to be shipped. Otherwise, there's no way you're getting that anywhere. Yeah, there's yeah, it's. It's huge. Uh, some of the proxy shipping sl- d- services that I've I've used before with for items in the past, because I have looked at seeing if I could budget to afford <laughs> this, and unfortunately, I you know it's not looking great for me right now. Uh, but several of the proxy shippers that I have used in the past currently are doing pre-orders for about seven hundred and eighty dollars uh, to kind of account for shipping service tax customs everything like that. Uh, so if you want to do that and you got the budget, I mean. If taxis and refunds treated you nicely, <laughs> go for it. If not, uh, maybe maybe it'll be sold in the United States at some point. But yeah, this is a uh, this is like our biggest plush we've gotten yet. This is like that the size of that like crazy Arcanine plush that the Pokemon oh, Company yeah. released. It's just the plush that so you would like, like expect you know, to like see it, like an FAO Schwartz kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like uh, this is this is this is the big one. So. Uh, a wild podcast has appeared uh, forever giving you bad advice on how to spend your tax money since uh, oh, for, for sure. three years, for five years. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, guys, you guys get tax money? Uh-huh. No, no, never get tax money. Anyway, uh, there. speaking of budget, though, Scholar in the chat goes, uh, says there's a Snorlax in quotes skin on Amazon. Mm. I got it for Christmas last year and filled it with fluff from Costco pillows. Uh, my six foot four <laughs> husband lies on it comfortably, and we spent two hundred dollars total. Uh, and it has a zipper on the back for fill and refill. Uh, first there and foremost, go. if you don't know what a scor- Snorlax skin is, I, I suggest you go back and listen to our various past episodes <laughs> in which we talk about the fact that you know what what a skin is in the context of plushes, and how many times Jim has worn said skins. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, uh, no. in front of NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys. Here we go. The, no, the this Jonas is, Brothers. We'll, we'll which really, one? we will really quick just do a quick refresher at Build a Bear okay. Workshop. Mm-hmm. When you go, when you go into the stores, mm-hmm. uh, I, they may have changed the name since then because, again, when you think about it, it just sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unstuffed husks i don't even i don't think that's better uh, but like no, you know nope. the the uns the 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 animals pre being filled uh were called skins yeah and it like i don't i don't really think there's anything that you could use or say to make that better but uh innard sleeves i mean nope still even doesn't worse. make it better getting worse, <laughs> even uh, worse. let's see here. um you know flesh sacks 
I like it's I just I don't like there's just no I'm trying I'm trying to come up with an appropriate uh synonym here. Like I thought husk was like maybe better, but even but I don't even think that's that's any better. Yeah. But, no. All right. Well, yeah, anyway. no, no. This is perfectly family friendly. I don't understand. Like people are just like <laughs> like this is perfectly like listen, guys. <laughs> this is this is not this is this does not violate the agreements of uh, keeping this family friendly. I'm allowed to use the word, you know, husks, skin sacks. Uh, I, I don't even know. I can't even come up with things, you know, like this is not supposed to be. I'm just simply coming up with marginally, you know, disturbing, you know, phrases that describe what a Build-A-Bear skin is. Christian, so not I a think good enough if, reason to use those words. Christian, <laughs> I, think, I think if maybe you uh, were saying your argument a bit more level-headed no one would uh no one would would fight you on that uh, instead right. <laughs> oh, right. Instead- 2700 in the chat says a pelt ah pelt, That's pelt. there we go there That's- we go i like that a lot better there there we yeah. go perfect all right well let's get to the last bit of news so we can get to uh the the pokemon go discussion that i'm sure will go well uh won't, won't be no anger no problems Nothing. at all uh new pokemon scarlet and violet raid uh announced is this the yep. ditto one that i saw yeah this is the ditto this is the five star ditto one um which which will be interesting in that um i'm i have not done a ditto raid yet so i don't know how they go down I'm assuming they transform into one of the four Pokemon. So, you know, uh, I'm curious if people just run around with Magikarp um, and then, you know, do something like that. Um, and then you just kind of splash and tackle each other into Oblivion. Uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how this will all work. Oh, they transform into the host. So you host transform into a Magikarp and then everybody else just blasts it to yeah. smithereens. So, so everyone needs to carry a Magikarp. Yeah, so if you're hosting a raid, show up as Magikarp, and then yeah, everyone beats up on them like and JoJo then, meme style. And then um, blow it all to hell. Um, but uh, you know, so that's going on next weekend. Um, I, you know, some of the benefits to all this will means that there's going to be a surge of dittos. So if you don't have your foreign dig- ditto, uh, you can do that. And also, yes, ditto gives great rewards, and it'll probably be even better since this is an event raid. Um, so. Bring a ditto to that's your great <laughs> the ditto. The Uno reverse part. <laughs> All right. Well, that comment has been broken, Christian. That's great. Uh, I mean, that, it is that's perfect. good. I like perfect. that. I like that way uh, too much. Okay. Uh, when well, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about Neantic stepping in it again. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I, like Rankin, uh, also got the Blue Beetle uh, teaser Mm -hmm. as my ad on Twitch. And that was, I'm excited for that. That actually looks pretty fun. It has all of the pleasant energy of Shazam 1. Uh, yep. without the like obnoxiousness of uh, the lead actor. A hundred percent. This this movie, 100% upgrade on as far as lead actors go. Yeah. Uh, well, I years. mean, yeah. The vibe is uh, good with this one. Blue Beetle has good vibes. Yeah. Well, and I think, so, you know, I, I don't know. Suddenly we became comic book nation. Um, no, no, it's fine. Uh, I like talking about comic book movies because um, I go and watch so many of them. Uh, you know, uh, Blue Beetle, like Blue, there needs to be more mid-budget movies and stuff yes. like that. And oh. that is because, you know, originally this Blue Beetle movie was supposed to be HBO Max. Right. And then they're like, oh, my God, it's it's good. Um, and so they upgraded it, you know, instead of killing it like the Batgirl movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think that, you know, the big mistake that, you know, Marvel and, you know, more DC because Marvel, you know, Marvel's starting to run into superhero fatigue now. But, you know, the, the big mistake that both of those, you know, companies have when it comes to their superhero movies is they try to make every single one a big budget movie. Make yep. me more like 60, 75 million dollar superhero movies like yep. you know like the, the the batman didn't the batman have like some pretty cheap budget because it didn't seem like that was kind of kind of i i can't i don't keep track of god another another like weird video t- kind of related news uh street fighter film tv rights go to legendary so yeah we'll i saw never, that we'll never, too we'll never see that good lord well hey uh, hey 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 you know who you know what else legendary hey. has the pokemon yeah and look at that detective hey, Pikachu we don't Right. Yeah, we like Legendary. They make they make accurate to big <laughs> video games. I mean, if there is a Street Fighter, you know, cooking challenge, they are totally going to turn that into a <laughs> video game. I just want to see. I just want to see a scene where two heroes beat up on a car uh, to to tear it down to nothing in a time trial. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Enough of that tangent. We got to talk about Pokemon Go. The Batman's budget was 190 million dollars. Okay, yeah, so wait, so so how did how how did this start? Well, the Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Pokemon like, Go it, came did they out. just come out and say it? <laughs> they just yes, came out and say it on Friday. It was like Friday night, you know, as as they as course, as, as you do, do with bad news, and they're just like, "Hey guys, we just want to tell you, just throwing this one out there, we're doubling the price of remote raids, and also you can only do five a day." And we're doing this for your own good. You've become a bunch of fat, lazy slobs, and we want to change that. Out. And then they like disappeared. And oh, everyone... no, they just faded into existence, like Thanos snap style. <laughs> and then, then they're just like was set on fire. <laughs> um, they they released like they actually did like a full PR 
thing with Polygon to like try to explain why they did this. And they're like, no, you know, this is this is for the internal health of Pokemon Go. And everyone was like, ah, really? I explained this. And they're like, remote raids, people are spending too much money on remote raids. And we want them to spend money on other things because otherwise they won't spend money on other things. They're just going to keep spending their money on remote raids. And it's like, I, I don't know if that's how economics works, but okay. Um, and then, <laughs> um, you know, so they, they did that. They They explained that, you know, actually this doesn't, hurt anybody like they're like only 0.2 percent of players will actually be affected by these changes um and it's just like maybe maybe that's actually true maybe that's what the numbers uh do but you know i think that you know these remote raids i i don't play i stopped playing pokemon go like two controversies ago um so (laughs) i i I can't really really I, i i can't really comment about it but, you know, the remote raids were such a game changer and they made those games accessible. Uh, as somebody who doesn't have time to, you know, run around the neighborhood, like, you know, like I live in a big city. We have legendary Pokemon raids all the time. You know, like, but I, you know, even three years ago, driving down the street, you know, I'd see the legendary raid going on and no one would be out there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even before remote raids, you know, like unless you had like a dedicated group to do these raids, uh, people, this game, you know, doesn't attract that. And so now with the lack of remote raids, it will be basically impossible for somebody like me to go out and do it. And that kind of sucks. Not that I'm playing anyway, so they're not getting any money out of me, but they did at one point in time and they just keep blowing it. It's weird. Yeah, they at one point got plenty of money out of me. And I mean, I, again, I have been vocal about my um dis dissatisfaction with Pokemon Go, rolling back changes that they made, you know, for the pandemic, for accessibility, not just for pandemic accessibility, but for accessibility for people who need accommodations, who have disabilities, people who live in rural areas. I mean, I'm I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, but like I'm not in a part of Nashville, Tennessee that's considered like super metropolitan. I am in mm-hmm a more rural aspect of Nashville, which those do still exist. Uh, And I, there's literally nothing. There is nothing near me that I can raid at that I can do. So Mm -hmm. when they started doing those remote raids with that pandemic, I mean, I just started playing and it was fun. I was meeting people. There was a community growing on the Facebook groups that I would follow within Nashville. You know, I was introduced to more kind of like coordinated raid groups based on time zones. And this has completely ruined it. I mean, I for, I have had Pokemon Go on my phone since the game released in like, what, 2017? 2018? Mm-hmm. Whatever that was. Like, since it came out. Played it in the office. That was a wild time at comicbook.com. And I deleted it off my phone. It's all, it's gone. It's just I wild do, because this is a, this is a so game that which... It, this is a game which at one point felt like it figured out the answer to world peace. And then uh and then immediately just like set it on fire um i but, you know i i think that the big issue is there the there there's a couple of things we think that neantic makes their money off of the sales of these remote raids and they do not Right. The, I mean, it, it, this is, this kind of gets into like the nitty gritty of it. You know how Neantic really makes their money? They get their money from people 
playing the game and tracking their movements, the yep. locations, you know, all that, all the data that your phone is passively collecting while you play Pokemon Go. That is where Niantic actually makes its money. You know what you're not doing when you're remote rating? You're not going out there and your phone is not collecting that get data mm-hmm. and Niantic is not making money. They right. can try to goose it up however they want. But, you know, like the, the reality is, is they want you out in the wild, you know, gathering data for them so they can exploit mm-hmm. that for money. Um, and they're getting cheap endorphins by having you catch Pokemon. Um, and that's the that's the trade off. You're you're literally saying it's it's I mean, there is a conversation that, you know, is happening in America and it's kind of going in like fits and starts about like data privacy and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't think there's like a great answer uh, to it. And it's probably too nuanced of a conversation for a simple Pokemon podcast to have. Uh, But, (laughs) uh, you know, like this is, you know, this is just another everyone's talking about TikTok and how, you know, TikTok is invading your privacy. And and to be clear, it 100 percent is. Yes. Um, Is there anything else? (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, this is just another side of that, you know, Um, and, you know, they can like uh, frame it like Niantic can frame it with as much granola as they want to like, oh, we just want you to go out and explore the world. It's like, no, it's like we want you to go and collect data so we can sell it to various governments and big corporations. Like, that's what Niantic's doing. Like, might as well just put on my tinfoil hat while I'm here. But, you know. it's just, I, for, I just, for me, it's just super upsetting. There's the data privacy conversation, obviously, that Agri Christian. So it has a much bigger conversation than like <laughs> house here without having like experts come in and do stuff. But like the thing that's frustrating to me is seeing the community because mm. at its peak, the Pokemon Go community was such a cool place. Like I yeah. think we could all collectively agree. And then it just, I don't, there started to be tweaks and we, and then, you know, pandemic started happening. People were scared. I was totally afraid that's when the game was going to completely fall flat, but you know, Pokemon go and Yantic responded and they kept the community alive by doing these remote accessible situations. And now it's, it, they're just like taking it back one by one. And to be fair, I mean, they never said that these things that they gave us were going to be permanent fixtures in the game. Like I acknowledge that they, they never claimed it was going to be something that it wasn't, but the quality of life improvement that it did give was perfect. And then when they started rolling it back and they couldn't give any real worthy, like merited reasoning for why they were doing it other than basically boiling down to, we need the data so that we can, sell your privacy information and data so we can make money uh you know at that point i'm just like well then i'm just gonna delete the app i mean i at the peak was like spending a lot of good money on remote raids i was spending money Mm -hmm. prior to the pandemic on just so much stuff so much stuff and nothing not a single thing for me and the c and i know it's a vocal minority kind of echo chamber that i see on social media given like what i follow of pokemon go players but the amount of pushback that i saw on this was wild oh yeah the so but here's the interesting here's the interesting thing in or or the thing that i don't i don't know that i i fully understand right okay remote i mean or, or raids in general 
should not be the only real main attraction to get people out in two locations, right? It should be one of many ways. And I think like, I mean, obviously the main game mechanic is, is to get out and about to, to do stuff. But I wonder if they're starting to see a drain on location based sponsorships, right? Like remember when they did the thing with, with Starbucks and you go oh, to Starbucks yeah. and you can get a bunch of stuff there mm-hmm. and, uh, and things like that. I, and I feel like there's more opportunity to do that kind of stuff Mm-hmm. that would make more sense uh, in a way, right? Like, because uh, the, the raids to me, look, I, as far as like video games in general go, I am a, I am an online player through there. Like I, like, I said, like I don't, my taste for, long form single player experiences is just is just not there mm-hmm. me, right i like playing games online with other people and i had built this community of people online to do raids with and only because there were less and less people doing it in person it's not that i don't but like at the same time like I've made the friends that I want on Pokemon go and I'm not opposed to making new friends, but I don't want to have to go out necessarily to do it. But if there were other reasons for me to open Pokemon go while I was out and about outside of just playing, you know, just catching Pokemon, I would do so. Yeah. Uh, but, but I feel like that's more on Niantic to figure that stuff out than, than anything else than to just like make these weird you know, tweaks to try and goose a, a bit more revenue, uh, you know, out of a fan base that's um, seemingly getting less and, you know, more and more disinterested with the game. Well, um, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, they have not figured, you know, like the, the, the thing that separates this game from Fortnite, Fortnite continuously reinvents itself in a lot of ways. Sure. Uh, now, you know, you might not like how it reinvents itself, but sure. it is constantly finding ways to um, make. If you, if you wait long enough, maybe you'll like it again. Which exactly. Is, usually, is the mm-hmm. thing Fortnite. Yep. Pokemon Go ha- is you know much more traditional in that the core gameplay loop has not really changed that much in five years, five six years. Um, mm-hmm. Like the addition of raids was a big change, um, mm-hmm. and that was the last one that we've had. Uh, probably remote raids were probably the biggest one there. And you could say it was like, well, they now they have the Kecleon thing and they have the Vavillion thing and stuff like that. I, I was I was looking at this Polygon interview mm-hmm. that they did and they made the comment that how remote raids, um, you know, are uh, I'm trying to think that let's see. So they, they make a comment about how like remote raids is just uh, like it's unsustainable and inconsistent with both the mission of exploring the world and as well as the nature of the Pokemon themselves. And like any other game, we have to care- think carefully about what are the most epic adventures that you're having in the game and that the value is just as much from the journey as it is the ultimate experience, which is raids. Here is the problem with that thinking. The experience the ultimate experience of raids you know you're 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 still gatekeeping that ultimate experience behind something the journey mm-hmm. is not anything sure. you know but like tell me tell me what is fun 
about the journey of rate, you know, the, the journey of getting to rating, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, like what, you know, you, you have to go to the mall during community day. Um, well, no, so like each each major city has maybe a handful of locations. But like here's, so I'm gonna, here's I was just going to say, like, my problem yeah, is this where I again, I live in kind of a semi rural area. It's suburban. It's it's rural. If I want to go anywhere that has I, I mean, I don't even have stops near me, let alone gyms, or like <laughs> places where I can get raids. So like if I want to do that, I got it. It is at least a, a solid little bit of a drive. I mean, it's maybe a five or ten minute drive, but like. It, it's not a very accessible place. I live in Tennessee. We're one of the worst states in terms of like accessibility just with sidewalks. So like yeah. I can't get to them easily without it making a whole big deal about it. And a lot of the places that were near me that did that had a reason for me to go out. Those places shuttered during the pandemic. They're just empty buildings now. Um, so that's frustrating for me for one And the, it's just, the, the inflexibility of Pokemon Go has just continued to just astound me, which it really shouldn't. We've been in this Pokemon game. We know kind of how the Pokemon approaches. They're very slow to adapt. They're not early adopters by any means. But like the fact that it has just been so inflexible, it's just mind boggling to me. Like, honestly, at this point. I'm going to I'm going to come back to a thing that I have said a number of times that I think I can't remember usually gets a lot of poo-pooed on but mm-hmm. I feel like Niantic could leave the remote raid stuff alone. Mm-hmm. And all they then they they really just have to do one thing that I think could get people excited, give people a reason to come back to the game every day. And it's a season pass. So. Right. And I know like a lot of people hear season pass and they're like, oh, it's so gimmicky and, and whatever. But like, we were just talking about it, about Fortnite, right? Like the season pass is one of the biggest reasons why people come back and play that game day in and day out. They just want to get to their level hundred, get their free, get their rewards for the, the money that they spent on the pass. And to I mean, go from the, there, we get I, we get season passes. It's, they're just called special research in this game. I mean, that's the thing. We we get that stuff already. You know, like you know. But we, well, we no. Because, but, but here's the thing: there needs to be there there need to be two tracks on a season pass. There mm. needs to be a quest driven track for people who want to go and do the things to get unlock other stuff, mm. or. There just needs to be the you keep catching Pokemon, you keep doing whatever to gain experience to level up and do it that way. There, there, there needs to be two different ways. And then if you want, because people do do this, right? It's like using Genie Plus. If you go to Disney World, you pay extra to get the levels. Not everyone's going to do it. None, nothing in Fortnite, the season pass, nothing in the destiny season pass nothing in any of the season passes in any of these live service games give you an advantage on the game none well, of that's that's the big and there's plenty of things that they could add to the game from a cosmetic standpoint from a we get, we get from a coin stamp like every 10 levels gives you like 500 v bucks back in for in Fortnite, right like mm-hmm. if you if you buy the season pass and you get to you get to level 100 you basically have earned enough v bucks back to buy the next season pass i i think that 
you know, quite quite frankly, my, I'm kind of like the opposite stance. If 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 Pokemon Go really wants to make a problem like this go away, if if they are really truly concerned about getting people outside, you know how you get people to go back outside again? Don't gatekeep the freaking best Pokemon in your game behind a paid function that requires ten to twenty people to do. Right, and I think if they were to transition that into something that's a bit more of a season pass like setting, then it's been like, what if they made the a hard Pokemon to get at the end of a season pass. I mean, like I said, I, I think I mean I that think, wouldn't surprise me, but then it's again still kind of playing into that idea of kind sure, of sure you have to pay for it. Whatever well, that we're, we're we're upset about. Um it I mean it kind of helps the fact that it's it's more accessible. I mean accessible in terms of physically doing something rather than accessible in terms of money because money is money sure. and you right. know slow recessions are a thing. Um I, I mean, a season pass, honestly, at this point wouldn't surprise me. I love uh, Sculler in the chat says, a season pass, uh, Nine Tech would give us three Nanab berries and two Pokeballs for $10 a month and call us greedy <laughs> when <laughs> we're unhappy. Um, because, like, we're laughing right now, but, like, it's but not wrong. We might get, like, an incubator. Maybe, like, an incubator or two. Like, that's like that's the frustrating thing for me. That and my, I, I keep saying the word inflexibility, and I feel like now it's more present than ever because they were flexible ahead of the pandemic. They've rolled back all those changes, which is just never a good look, even if they, you know, didn't make, you know, long-term promises to fans about those changes. And also just the environment the world is in post kind of the main pandemic where I mean, COVID's still a thing, but like, you know, where we're at in the world, it is a different place. I have not done any in-person rating in, I mean, since, 2020 before then more than likely but when i'm in my groups on facebook or on discord for the people in nashville who still who still go raiding i just see so many things about people who will go to like this major park in downtown nashville and they're like everyone who's in person is so mean now like they don't yeah. wanna they're just <laughs> well, not the interactions with the community yeah. in person are just not the same, whether it's yep. because they're, there's there's a whole different social etiquette and discord that's going on in more than just the Pokemon Go community, but just in spaces in general. We are in a different, it is completely different how the world operates, especially with a game like Pokemon Go in 2022, 2023, as it was in 2019, 2020. So but I think the, the other thing too, so frustrating. the other thing too, is that like you may show up at a place and there may be no one there and oh, no yeah. one may ever show up. Ghost towns. Like, they are how, ghost towns. Like that is one of the most frustrating aspects of this. I don't want to have to go. Oh, okay. Niantic, you want me to get out and drive uh, 20 minutes to, to a raid spot and I'm there and then no one shows up for an hour or two. Like, no, like GTFO. Like I'm, well, not, I'm not doing that's that. That's one of the nice things about, you know, like, Pokemon, the Pokemon company figured out how to fix that with like, um, you know, with, with uh, you know, with its raids, you know, with the its Pokemon 100%. Go raids. And then they're like, OK, we're going to give you NPCs. Now, they they whiffed on that with Pokemon Sword and Shield. But right. I can do five. I can do, you know, you know made anything but like four star raids mm -hmm. uh, or anything up to four star raids with just NPCs with with not not an issue. Right. Um, and you know, um, like, like I said, if, if if Pokemon Go really wanted to put their money where their mouth is, uh, they 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 change how legendary Pokemon are collected in that game. They don't. 
they they because it's it's a data play yeah and and also this whole thing kind of whiffs of that like you know like tech bro but like you know tech bro mentality i know what's better for you than what you know that's better for you like because they talk about like oh this is all like john hankey's vision and stuff like that and just reminds me of like you know some of the nonsense that we see going on with twitter the company where it's just like you know like oh i i actually know how to run this business and then like you know everything's on fire and everything's like actively getting worse and like very common sense decisions are being made like six months too late it's the same thing it's yeah. the same mentality it's just you know a big case of i'm smarter than yous and they're gonna fall flat on their face because of it yeah the detachment from the community seems to be more and more just the glaring problem with Pokemon Go. And again, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, like the casual player does not care. They're they're just still yep. picking it up. Maybe for the first time, they're a kid. You know, they're just they're just a casual fan. But more and more, as people become more literate in discussions of, especially, it, you know, what Christian talked about earlier with data privacy, things that are happening with TikTok and social media, you know, everything like that you know the more and more that is discussed and people become more literate of it the more that issues more issues are going to pop up for pokemon go and Mm -hmm. really at some point there's gonna be a turn with their you know how they create money because right now that's not an issue they're making money hand over fist they don't got to worry about it but like Like the amount of goodwill that they have scorched I mean, I'm like as it stands right now. I do not see a future in which I re-download Pokemon Go. Like, I'm more than happy to just <coughs> be done with it. Like, I'm it's okay. like that's that's the wild thing about this. This game makes an an immense amount of money, mm-hmm. and I'm not look. I'm I'm all for companies doing what they think is is right to make more you know to make more money. Whatever capitalism mm-hmm. at its finest. It's fine. I get it, and that's okay. Yeah, but there are there seem to be very easy lift ideas, right? And I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a wrestling analogy for a second because it's something that's happened very recently, and a lot of more traditional wrestling fans feel it's uncomfortable or jarring or things like that. And it's and it's the um, prevalence of sponsorships being sold in the programming. Okay, right. Yeah. WrestleMania was just this past weekend and they had a match sponsored by cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch where like it was a like the, everything toast right, crunch. everything and everything was wrapped the, the name plates when people walked in were wrapped in cinnamon toast crunch thing the screens around the ring all had cinnamon toast crunch stuff and people were like oh this is weird but also at the same time is an opportunity for the company to unlock additional lines of revenue that they did not have for and like not not only that then they had the mike's hard mike's harder lemonade one on night two then like uh, the pope's exorcist sponsoring the hell in a cell match right like there's a lot of like very weird but like i like i legitimately laughed out loud at the pope's exorcist sponsoring the hell in a cell match where to the the two people in the match, Finn Balor and Edge, have very weird, you know, brought out their very weird occult personalities. I mean, that's and then that's when, it, when I thought about do. it, I said, "Of course, this makes total sense. I love this, right?" Like, I don't know, I like, I don't love being like ads being shoved down my throat, but like, if it if it works in a natural a natural enough way, mm-hmm. right? I think the Mountain Dew pitch black thing from whatever uh, uh, pay per view that was at, uh, you know, was a little too much, mm-hmm. but. 
Niantic could do the same thing. Like they could sell additional sponsorships into, into the game that, that they've done in the past. Like, I feel like there are, there are very good, easy opportunities and plug-in stuff, right? Like, they, they, they do it with the cosm. They, they kind of do it with the cosmetics, right? Like when they have the designers come in and they have the thing, like those designers are paying the antic a bunch of money to basically have that stuff, um, you know, put in there, but there should at least be like a freebie of some sort when it comes to that, give people that, that taste a little bit to be like, Oh, I got this one cool free thing from this activation or package or whatever. Okay. Maybe I'll buy the rest because they only gave me pants and I want the shirt too. Right. You know, like, and like, I think there are like, they had the Starbucks thing uh, uh, a while back caller. You're exactly right where they had, um, you know, you go into a Starbucks and you, you know, spin those stops and they were, they give you special things. Those are all the opportunities that I wish I would see Niantic do more with Pokemon go that look, maybe they're hamstringed, right? Maybe the Pokemon company won't let them because they have such a, a huge kind of like stranglehold on uh, the, the way, you know, the way people partner with the brand. Maybe that's mm -hmm. the case, but, but you don't see Niantic doing it in any of the other games that they have, like even Ingress where you would think that's a game that they totally own. Look, maybe, maybe if it, if all of this stuff happens in Niantic's Pokemon go clone, then I think we know maybe this is more of a Pokemon company problem than it is a Niantic problem. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, so I, so I think it's a little wait, you know, kind of wait and see there, mm -hmm. but I think there are plenty of ways for Pokemon go to do more things, offer more tr free trinkets in a way to get people to open up the app and play a little bit more. Cause right now they're just relying on, more, really truly more diehard fans to want to get in to, to to play the game to to get more pokemon there that's for some, for a lot of people that may just not be enough yeah, yeah. anyway I mean, it, it, ahead, it, it has it has spent the goodwill for me all i know is if they announced that they did they're doing they would do an entire rollback of the remote raids i'll start actively campaigning against pokemon go <laughs> <laughs> I will become the number one anti. I can't. I mean, I can't imagine. I I, I, I see. I can. I can imagine. I guess I can imagine if they if they've like, done this. Allow remote raids during certain events or certain times. Yeah, I mean, otherwise be... it's behind. It's blocked or it's in. Or it's I mean, they already had geo locked stuff. Like that should be enough for them. Jeez, like jeez. Well, see, we keep saying it should be enough, but it's never <laughs> but enough. It very clear. Like again, enough. like with the WWE analogy, a lot of those, except for the that weird thing at Royal Rumble, like right. those partnerships have made sense. The synergy right. has been fine for the most part with the community at large. And right. Though there's been some pushback with like diehard fans right it's mostly kind of like a funny thing i saw yeah, so the casual the casual fan is Hell in like, cell match yesterday right. and i am in no way plugged into the wrestling community so like even i got a chuckle <laughs> out of that but like the things the gatekeeping and the 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 locking behind and the kind of almost gaslighting with that statement pokemon go put out the yeah. put out about saying yeah, i mean we're doing this for your long-term health we're doing it because we know best for you. That is the number one way <laughs> to yeah. just make people do the opposite. So we'll see. I've deleted it off my phone. I'm I'm more likely to play Pokemon Masters now than I'd play Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. The last thing I'll say on this, and then we'll jump to the Pokemon fact of the week, is um, you know, look, again, right? Like I said it at the top of the thing, like we get we we get a lot of slack sometimes for for hating on Pokemon Go too much. And I think it's because 
the, I, don't, I think the reason why we are probably more critical of Pokemon Go than others is when Pokemon Go is good, it's great. Mm. Right? So when Pokemon when Pokemon Go is right, right, we look, we spent that that summer of Team Rocket doing nothing but praising the game because they did a bunch of really cool stuff as far as storytelling went, game mechanics and stuff like that, right? When Pokemon Go is good, it's great. And we just want it to be good. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I, I, and I think that's and I think that's a fair expectation. You can agree with us, you cannot agree with us. I think I think between the three of us, I think we've all kind of provided some pretty balanced back and forth on the pros and cons of what Niantic is currently doing to the game. That said, well, it, okay, okay. The, 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 this podcast exists because of Pokemon Go. Like, I mean, right. let's, let's, let's be really right. clear here. Like the, the reason why, you know, like I, I the, the, the reason why I, I like I have a, a, a job at comicbook.com, you know, what, what my job is, what it is today uh, because of Pokemon Go, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that's the thing. It's like Pokemon Go justified the existence of a Pokemon cover, you know, of, of, of our Pokemon coverage, which in turn, allowed you know us to spin out the anime and gaming you know in two two entire verticals because yep. of what pokemon did yep. um and a big chunk of that was pokemon go and you know so so it always bugs me when it's oh you're just hating on pokemon go it's like listen i you know would write 10 freaking articles a day about pokemon go when that game first came out like <laughs> no one wants that thing to you know succeed more than me i bought it christian car. wants to go back to writing 10 articles a day about pokemon go so i literally <laughs> bought a car with the money i made writing about pokemon go in the first freaking month so don't don't come at me saying like how i'm just being a pokemon go hater i want that game to be good the moves that they are making are dumb and backwards and short-sighted, and that is why they have driven their own freaking billion-dollar moneymaker to the point of irrelevancy. Yeah, they do it to themselves. I've seen they that do comments. it to themselves. They've Thank done you, it man. to themselves. We're not doing it. They've done it to themselves. All right, Christian, give us the Pokemon fact of the week. The Pokemon go. Uh, the Pokemon fact of the week is Torkoal dies. Uh, mm. If if it's you know so Torkoal everything dies wow. everything oh, dies um, you know uh, so Torkoal the fun thing about Torkoal is you know it's a fire type Pokemon blah 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 it stores coal within its shell that it burns constantly and that's why smoke is always coming out of it uh, if that fire ever goes out it dies that's straight up in the book and like Charmander flashbacks <laughs> yeah yeah no no they 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 literally were just like no we want to keep it in there and so they talk about it's really funny there's a pokedex entry it's like yeah if you want to keep torkoal as a pet you better have something flammable in case it's you know flame gets low uh it's like you know like it's like be responsible pokemon trainer keep flammable objects to feed your torkoal just uh, carry just carry a stack of printer paper in my backpack and i just like Toss it in there. Is... A couple, couple, just you know, like a mix of quick starters and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, for uh, me, I'm just thinking those, about those like Dura flame logs. Yeah, you clean like the lint out of your dryer, and you just like, <laughs> use a treat. Here's <laughs> a snack. Uh, would it would it surprise anyone to know that Torkoal was a mainstay on my team? No, he's a pretty solid Pokemon. No, Torkoal, Torkoal's great. I, I, yeah. I don't. There's, yeah, there's no hate against Torkoal. Uh, I I got a feeling the Torkoal's on the short list for getting an evolution. You know, to be to be honest, it would be a good one. Would you know, I I feel yeah. like Torkoal's one of those Pokemon where it's just like underheralded, um, and could think, be. Fantastic. I think the problem is is that Torkoal is 
almost too close to my other favorite coal fire type Pokemon from Sword and Shield, Colossal. Yeah, 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 no, I mean, I like Colossal, but for separate reasons. Could Torkoal eat parts of Colossal to like Probably. heal itself? <laughs> you should put you put tiny of uh, the Roly Colies. Oh in no! The, <laughs> eat in it the it Torkoal. Roly-Cole. There's no way. There's I, literally I zero chance. Torkoal is not the natural predator of Roly Coley. Uh, There's like, actually I, I, no way that's not the case. That is the natural I, predator. I can't wait for us to get like Tor Killer or something like that. Oh and my then, God. you know, it's like a snapping turtle version of Tor Coal. And it's like, and it's just like casually, like, yeah, it it goes into coal mines and eats Roly Coley. You know, you know, you know what the evolution needs to be. Fear it need, when they it see. needs to be, it needs to be, it needs to be some kind of diamond Pokemon is what it needs to be. Like, like Tor Coal overheats coal so much that it turns into. It's so that's whole just body mega evolution when they get too hot. <laughs> it's like, actually, this is how the Terra type, you know, phenomenon began. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> Although I thought it was interesting that we got two very like internal fire magma based Pokemon kind right of in a row, really, yeah, like in a row between. Um, that's why I've always thought that Torkoal was kind of like superfluous. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Tor- Torkoal, but I always right. thought it was kind of superfluous next to. Because you know Camera you up. had Camera Up come up in the same generation, and Camera Up's the signature Pokemon of mm-hmm. Team Magma. So it's like, well, what the heck does Torkoal do? It's just a you know fire type. He's just there. He's just vibing. He's just happy to be there. Yeah, he's um, happy to be invited. Well, we, we next week, you know, spoiler alert for next week's Poke Fact of the Week. Uh, we're getting uh, we're getting another fan favorite that we've covered before. It's Spoink time oh gosh <laughs> it's time to talk about what you're gonna have to tune in next week don't give it all away this week oh no but we have talked about spoink before so if you have go back go back yeah. find the episode where we it talk is one about of the, more, the more horrifying but, but we'll get to revisit be, it one more time and cursed. relive the horrors yeah, it's uh well we gone over we went over on time today but we, okay. we had a we had a very good healthy discussion i felt now look this week we didn't talk about uh, Professor Oak dying, and I think that's you know, that's maybe a a win. My so I originally was going to I totally forgot about that because I got distracted right before this podcast. I was totally going to come in and just like you know bring up a random tangent uh, about <laughs> Professor Oak dying. It's like just wait, so you guys about that last week? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this week. We really do appreciate as always. We appreciate everyone um, listening. And look, hey, if you agree or disagree with us on the Pokemon Go, uh, you know, d- arguments and whatever—not arguments, but the discussion that we had—let us know. Head on over to Twitter at PokemonPodCB is the handle for the show. Uh, if you have not yet and you would like to uh, get a sticker for a while, po- uh, podcast has appeared. Leave mm-hmm. us a five-star review on iTunes. And if we read it on the air, well, uh, you guys, all you have to do is email at PokemonPodCB at gmail.com and we'll send it your way. We don't actually don't have any new ones this week, which uh, is fine because we went long, but also it makes me a little sad. So because uh, here you, is you wished death upon Professor Oak. Here, I mean, I, I, I'm not not going to lie. I half expected some reviews about that. In the thing. <laughs> that said, here's your here is your weekly guilt trip for you for you listeners who have listened to more than one episode of the show. What are you doing? For those of you who are listening to the episode, uh, listening to our show for the first time, go leave a review and then you won't feel guilty when I ask for reviews next week. That's all. <laughs> See? Easy. Easy peasy. 
If you want to talk to us on uh, Twitter, continuing the conversation, head, uh, you can find me at Jim Viscardi. Megan is at Megan Peter CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. We love talking to you folks there. Warms our warms our cold, cold hearts, our cold roly coly hearts uh, when when you reach out to us. But until then. Uh, I would say may the shiny luck be in your favor, but uh, usually it's a Pokemon Go reference. But uh, this week it's just for for Scarlet and Violet in the console games. We hope you have good shiny luck there. Which, I mean, if you're playing Scarlet and Violet, <laughs> you already have pretty good shiny luck because that that game seems to also be giving them uh, <laughs> Penny Doctor eighty two in the chat goes, Jill Kim's kills off one professor a week without reviews. Yeah, he's coming. <laughs> he's coming. Leave a review. Save them Morphin. all. Maybe. You know, you know what? That's, you're up next. You know, you know what we should do one episode when it's a slow news week? Mm. We should rank the professors. Ah, that sounds like, like each, each of us put a ranking together, and then we'll let the community vote who, 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 who has the best ranking. It's been a while since we've done a brawl for all. We haven't um, done a brawl for all, but there's not enough professors for a brawl for all. But we could, or we could do a draft. I think there's enough to do a draft if we pick Three I mean, professors each? Two professors each? Let me let me get the exact list of Pokemon professors up really quick. How many are there? Uh, let's see here. So we've got Pokemon professors. Uh, there are in the core series, there are 12. 12 Pokemon professors. Okay, um, but if you also count like masters and go and if if we uh, so professors in the various other games. Let's see here. I'm I'm trying to find uh, well, if there's twelve, then it's four. Yeah, that's, four piece. That's, that's four piece. That's a nice and that's not including folks like, um, you know, if you throw in side games and spinoff games, that's thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. When you throw in uh, all of the side Pokemon, uh, like Professor Willow, and mm-hmm. so uh, we, so we could do twenty and just keep Professor Oak out. No, we, we would keep <laughs> Professor Neroli, the mysterious Pokemon professor who appears in Pokemon Sleep, which hasn't come out yet. <laughs> no, no I think he's fair game. game. We would just no, keep we game. would just keep Professor Oak out. Well, um, yeah. Christian, yeah. Megan, I'm not I don't want to say anything, but I have seen people on Twitter asking where the Zelda episode is. I'm not going to say I want to say because guess what it's the end of the episode and we'll catch you all at the same time same place next week see you later folks bye